And welcome everybody to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Grooms. This is a special edition of the Cliff Notes Podcast. We had a chance to catch up with a somebody who I respect, somebody who's a dear friend of mine, and that is Dave Riggert. Dave and I talk about his story. We talk about some of his favorite calls. We talk about his new partnership with Mid Buchanan Athletics and so much more. Our interview with Dave Riggert starts in 30 seconds. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We got my good friend Dave Riggert on the show. Dave, how are you doing? Man, it's good to finally catch up with you, Cliff. I've, I haven't been avoiding you. I've just been busy, and we, our schedules just haven't aligned yet, but now we're good to go, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here, bud. That's totally okay. You know what? Hey, everybody's schedule's different. It's, it's all good. It's yeah. all good, but we're here now. That's, that's, that's the focus. Um, Dave, um, your voice is pretty iconic around here, whether it's been, you know, with high school sports or the voice of the Missouri Western Griffins. Um, just get into a little bit of your story of just how you got into radio and how you how you got into where you're at. Well, I, honestly, you know, a lot of kids sometimes when 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 you hear stories about people that are doing play by play and stuff like that, you know, you, you hear, man, I was I was sitting by my radio and I would I would call games when I was little and do all that. I didn't do any of that. Honestly, I didn't know what I wanted to do <laughs> when I was little. When I got older, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, when I went to school at Nebraska, my first year, I, I just, I was in business administration because my dad was in banking. My brother was in insurance. And I'm just like, well, I guess I'll kind of go that route and find, find something that way. So took some classes that way. And, you know, I'm just like, I don't think this is for me. I need to find something else. And actually somebody from my hometown was going to school there and was a senior. And they're just like, Hey, have you ever thought about getting into to broadcasting or anything like that? And I'm just like, I haven't. So, you know, I thought about it a little bit and took some classes and then fell in love with it, um, obviously. And um, at Nebraska did a lot of stuff with their campus radio station, got to call some Nebraska games doing um, on their station and, and be a DJ. And then we had some classes where we did some TV work and, and all that type of stuff. So really fell in love with it then. But I love the radio aspect where you got to describe everything because obviously TV people can see it. You don't have to be as descriptive. Uh, but on radio, you, you have to describe everything. You have to, to paint the picture, so to speak, for the listener. And that's what I really fell in love with. So out of college, um, when I was going to school, I actually worked, worked part-time um, at, a, at a couple of stations in Lincoln and got to do some behind the scenes. I got to produce some of the Nebraska football broadcasts on their network and some, some Lincoln Stars hockey games and some high school stuff. They let me do a little bit of play-by-play, -play, not a lot, but get my feet wet a little bit. And then out of college, I was able to, to get a job in Salina, Kansas uh, for a group of stations there and kind of do what I've been doing for the most part, do a lot of high school games. Um, high school football was, was big in that community. High school athlete, athletics in general were pretty big in Salina with a couple of big high schools and some other area high schools. And then I got to do Kansas Wesleyan games there in NAI school, uh, Salina. And from there, um, the, the radio station in St. Joe recruited me when Chiefs training camp came to St. Joe back in 2010, they they wanted a sports presence and recruited me and, and, and got me here. And then that kind of took off doing high school sports here. And then Missouri Western stuff followed a couple of years later. Um, so it's it, it wasn't your typical ride where I, I, I dreamed of doing this when I was little. But, boy, I fell in love with it once I got the the, the itch. And, and it, it's been tough right now because I finally have been able to do some games for the last couple of weeks, doing some mid-Buchanan games. But I hadn't done games until since March. And that's probably the first time 
I mean, I, I've probably done games almost every single month the last 20 years just because I've been doing football, basketball, into baseball. And, and there's been some springs where maybe it hasn't been real busy, but at least I'm doing a game here or there and it just kind of staying involved. But boy, I hadn't done anything since March. It's been weird. It's been uh, kind of frustrating. And, and especially when you see big time college football the last couple of weekends and knowing I, I can't do any Missouri Western games right now, it's just it's just, it's frustrating. It's frustrating, obviously, more for the players and they want to be playing. But, you know, this is this is my profession. This is what I love and not being able to do these games. Um, <laughs> it's been hard, man. It's been hard not to do them, not, not to be able to do them. Well, Dave, let's talk about uh, what, are, what have been some of your favorite games or even like some of your favorite calls, like individually that you've made over the years? Um, there's a couple that, that stand out. I, I think Early, when I started, when I took over the Missouri Western play-by-play um, -play job for Bob Orff, and, and we got to work together, and then he kind of handled the reins to me, um, Griffin football was rolling in the early 2000s. And when they won the championship in 2012, um, that was, I think, by far the most fun I've had broadcasting a season. Uh, whatever, if it's football, basketball, baseball, whatever it is, um, that, that was so enjoyable, especially the last half of the season after they lost to Missouri Southern. Um, after the there was a delay, a weather delay, and then they lost to Southern, shouldn't have lost to Southern with the guys on that team. And then they came back and they beat Pittsburgh 63 to 14 at the jungle. They 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 whooped Emporia State on a Thursday night when it was the year of the Hornets and, and just hammered. I think Mike Hill had 185 yards in the first half. I mean, these are the things that I remember because it was that's those were so those were so memorable to me. I remember the scores. I remember the the yardage in the first half of a game by Mike, and and then the triple overtime game to begin the playoffs against Minnesota Duluth, and then going down to Henderson State and a prolific offense, and the Griffins shut them down. And I think that year in general was just so much fun. Great guys on the team, and Coach Partridge was awesome to work with. But with guys like Travis Partridge and Mike Hill and David Bass and those guys, just tremendous human beings that were tremendous football players and boy if they could have just played better that one time up in Minnesota against Minnesota State I think they could have been playing for a national championship they were that good that year and that's been my most memorable year there's obviously other games and, and things like that even going back to last year I mean um, Griffin football had some great wins last year and even even when they lost to Central Missouri the comeback from down 31 points and down 31 nothing just games like that um, some even with last year, too, um, Griffin men's basketball making a resurgence and, and beating Missouri Southern, a ranked team at home, and, and just some games like that um, have been ones that really stand out. And then I even think about since I've been here 11 years, um, all the high school games that I've been able to do and the, the athletes that I've been able to see, the, the Tim Nelsons back when I first got here at Lafayette and uh, Derek Gray when he was at Central and then went on to Missouri Western and, and others. I mean, there's been so many great athletes and just fun to follow all the all the, the athletes. And it's just, it's been a blast these 11 years, no doubt. Oh, absolutely, Dave. You've been absolutely a treat to hear for these last 11 years. I remember my favorite Missouri Western ball was the um, Western Northwest game from 2011. Yeah. Where they haven't beat them, and they haven't beat them. I think it was the first time North, they beat Northwest in like forever. Yeah. So I, um, I think that, that that was one. Um, I think it was ten or eleven in the playoffs, and they got a pick six right away. And I don't know that I had ever been so excited. I think I was actually jumping up and down during the call because. I, not having been here a long time, but understanding the rivalry and understanding what that meant and just the start that they got off to. And um, I'm sure the call was probably absurd just because I was 
probably over the top excited, jumping up and down, but I knew what it meant to people. Um, and that's just, that's how I broadcast like, like it or not. I mean, I'm, I get jacked during games. It's what I love to do. And I think that's part of what, that is what, it's what part of what's made me successful is just the enthusiasm and the love that I have for the, the teams that I'm covering. No doubt. Well, absolutely. Um, Dave, uh, let's talk about, um, you got back into the um, high school game here with uh, mid Buchanan football here. Um, Talk about that partnership and how that came together. Well, when I announced uh, week one, um, I'd got a lot of questions about what Eagle Radio was was doing as far as their high school coverage. Because in the past, the past 10 years, we've done a game of the week. So we kind of rotated between the city schools, add in a Midbuck, a Savannah, and East Buchanan, um, and, and kind of trying to do the best game or a couple of city teams playing each other. And unfortunately, um, Eagle decided not to do um, high school football this year. So I didn't have a game and just kind of put that out there that they unfortunately are just not able to do high school football this year. Well, that same day, um, Chris Kendrick, the athletic director at Mid Buchanan, reached out to me and said, hey, we're looking into to doing all of our games on YouTube um, live. And, and hey, would you be interested in, in getting together, having a partnership and, and doing these games for us? We'd love to have you since you're, you're not doing games right now. And, you know, I've, I've, I've enjoyed um, that that community, that school for a long time. I love Coach Fritz and his staff. Coach Kendrick, I've gotten to know him way more than I, I did before. And I always really liked him, but now I know him much better. And I, I just I love the the staff that they have there, and not just not just on in athletics, but just throughout the board with a lot of their teachers and administrators. And um, it's a great place, it really is. And when they reached out, that meant a lot to me um, because they're trying to start something but also help me out in the in the same same breath so I, I appreciated that completely and jumped on board and um, fortunately I've got a really good football team to cover because they are outstanding this year um, they're putting it to people right now and I think they've got a great chance to go a long way like they had the last two years and and that was intriguing too when they came to me and it was like we, we like to do this and you know, that was exciting because they're going to be really good. They are really good. And there's going to be a pretty big following because people, they like, they like winners, even not just the mid-buck fans, but people are going to follow this team just because it's a good football team that has a chance to go a long way. Really, really good football team, Dave. Um, let's talk about this game that they got coming up this week at late. But this is, a this is another football team who's pretty much had the same path as mid-buck. They've been to the semi, at least the semifinals the last two years. Two years ago, Lathrop made it to state. Talk about this football game and what can we expect on Friday night? You know, your guess is as good as mine right now because Lathrop hasn't played since week one. <laughs> so it'll be interesting. I, I, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out because obviously when they had some of the, the positive tests for COVID, then they were shut down for two weeks. So they didn't play these last two weeks, didn't play their KCI opener last week with, with East Buchanan. And this is Lathrop I'm talking about for folks that don't know. Um, and they've been so good the last couple of years. Coach Fultz has done a tremendous job in, in taking over that program and building them into a power uh, in their class. And, and like you mentioned, they've gone a long way. They've dominated the KCI the last couple of years. Midbuck was really good last year. Um, their, their one loss in, in the regular season was a, a blowout loss to Lathrop because that's how good Lathrop was. Um, but now with, with what's happened the last two weeks, them not having to play, I think some people don't understand, too, that there's also a return to play after your two weeks. So if you have some guys that are positive, then they've got to go through some more tests and some more different um, things through the state that they may not be ready to play on Friday. They may, but they may not be. So there's just a lot of unknown right now with, with Lathrop. 
Um, Mid-Bucks got a lot of momentum going right now. I mean, going to Lawson and doing what they did to a pretty good Lawson team. I know Lawson's 0-2, but they've lost to two great teams. They've lost to Lafayette County, who I think is going to be one of the best teams in their class. And then, obviously, Mid-Bucks going to be one of the best teams in their class as well. Um, so they've had a rough schedule. I think Lawson's much better than their 0-2 record. But to go do what they did at Lawson is very impressive. That's a big win for them. Um, people think that, oh, it's just another blowout win for them. Well, it is, but that's a pretty big win for them to go to Lawson and do that for the first time in, in a couple of decades, probably, maybe more. Um, so that they've got a ton of momentum right now, and they're playing so well that when <laughs> they're just going to continue that more than likely because that that momentum – Lathrop after two weeks off and not being able to practice. I mean, they haven't practiced for two weeks. So I think there's just so much unknown. And it's a different team. They lost some studs off these last two teams. So they're still trying to kind of find their way, who their new studs are. They're trying to reload right now. And they lost in week one. Um, So there's just so much unknown with this game. I think (laughs) – I don't know what to expect. But I do know that Mid-Buck is rolling right now. And that gives them a huge advantage in this football game. Well, for those of you uh, who aren't able to get to the Mid-Buck Lathrop game on Friday, you can catch Dave Wigert and Nick McCutcheon. You can catch them on the Mid-Buck Athletic YouTube page. You can catch them on the call this Friday night. And Dave, my good friend, thank you so much for um, joining the podcast. And good luck to you on Friday. Hey, thanks, bud. Hey, we'll do it again soon. Anytime you need me, let me know. We'll hook up. Let's do it. All right. Thanks, Cliff.